This is Getting to Know Your Bible, a program dedicated to the proclaiming of the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's Billy Lambert. It is a pleasure to be with you today on Getting to Know Your Bible. We do appreciate those of you who are watching today, and we certainly appreciate the fact that some of you may be watching today for the very first time. Stay tuned today as we discuss the subject, Seeking Jesus. Seeking Jesus. Are you seeking Him? Should He be sought? Stay tuned. Now today on Getting to Know Your Bible, we offer a free Bible Correspondence course. Now I'd like to emphasize that this course is free. And we have people that are calling all the time asking for this Bible course. And we want you to have it. We have people in various foreign countries that are studying this course. We have students in all of the states here in the United States that are studying this course. And, and you say, but Brother Lambert, really now, how much does it cost? It's free. It's free. And we want you to have it. And we're going to pause now so you can learn more about the course and so you can learn how to receive it. To help you in your study of the Bible, we want to send you this Bible Correspondence Course. This course is non-denominational. It's based on the Bible. It's conducted by mail. And it's free. To receive this course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, Post Office Box 314, Somerdale, Alabama, 36580. Or call toll-free 1-877-711-5214. I'm reading now from the sixth chapter of John, beginning in verse 22, and I'll be reading through verse 27. On the following day, when the people who were standing on the other side of the sea saw that there was no other boat there except the one which his disciples had entered, and that Jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples, but his disciples had gone away alone. However, other boats came from Tiberias, near the place where they ate bread after the Lord had given thanks. And when the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they also got into boats and came to Capernaum seeking Jesus. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, you seek me, not, not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set His seal on Him. Jesus in this particular reading said, you, You're seeking, but you're not really seeking Me, you're seeking for the loaves that you might be filled. Why, why do men seek Jesus? There have been many reasons that people have sought Him. Sometimes, according to Matthew chapter 4, verse 24 especially, 
They have sought Jesus just to heal their sick. In Luke chapter 12, verse 13, we have an example of one seeking Jesus in order that an inheritance might be divided. Some have sought Jesus because they wanted the, the, the chief seats in the kingdom. And then in Luke the 19th chapter, we learn that some have sought Jesus that they might kill him. In John chapter 7, and in verse beginning in verse number uh, 33, I want you to listen to Jesus, and beginning in verse 33 down through verse 36. I shall be with you a little while longer, and then I will go to him who sent me. And listen to him in verse 34. You will seek me and not find me. And where I am, cannot, you cannot come. Then the Jews said among them, says, Where does he intend to go that we shall not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What is this thing that he said, You will seek me and not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. Then listen to Jesus over in John the 8th chapter, verse 21. I am going away, and you will seek me, and will die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. So Jesus said, you're going to seek me, but you're not going to be able to go where I'm going. Then over in John the 13th chapter, and in verse number 33, little children... I shall be with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, where I am going, you cannot come. So now I say to you. Jesus said, you might seek me, but you can't find me. Now Jesus was going home. He'd been working on the earth and now he is preparing to go home to be with his father. And Jesus is trying to cushion the shock for the disciples. As a matter of fact, in John chapter 14 and 1, after having explained that he was going away, he said, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. He lets them know that he is going where they cannot find him, at least not immediately. But they would find him eventually. So there were those that were trying to seek Jesus, but Jesus said, you're not going to find me. Sometimes when people start looking for Jesus, they look in the wrong places. Some look in ungodly places. Some look in man-made religions. Jesus in Matthew 15 said, in vain do they worship me to teaching for doctrines, the commandments of men. That is, man-made traditions and man-made religions. So sometimes people are looking for Jesus when the, 
by, by just touching a television screen when some man is preaching. Some people look for Jesus by, by looking back to their ancestors. So they're looking in the wrong places when they look for Jesus. But where has Jesus been found in the past? Well, in Luke chapter 2 and verse 16, he was found in a manger. When the wise men came, they found Jesus in a, in, in a stable, in a manger. In the second chapter of Luke's gospel in verse 46, Jesus was found at the age of 12 in the temple. He was also found on the cross of Calvary. And now he can be found at the right hand of God. Acts 7 and verse 56. When Stephen was being stoned, he saw the heavens open and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Elsewhere in Scripture, Jesus is always pictured as being seated on God's right hand. But Jesus also can be found in the Bible, in the Word of God. In John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31, the Bible says many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of His disciples, which are, written in, which are not written in this book, but these are written, that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through His name. We find Jesus in the Bible. And we find Him in the midst of the church, when the church gathers for worship. Our Lord said in Matthew 18 and 20, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Where did these people think that Jesus was going. Well, if you go back to John the 7th chapter, and in verse number 35, some of them thought that Jesus, when He said He was going away, that He was going to go to the, to the Gentiles. Listen to it. The Jews said among themselves, Where does He intend to go that we shall not find Him? Does He intend to go to, to the dispersion among the Greeks and, and to teach the Greeks? So they thought He was going to the dispersion. They're the Gentiles. And then in John chapter 8 and in verse 22, there were some who thought that Jesus was about to take his life. So the Jews said, will he kill himself because he says, where I go you cannot come. That's what they thought was about to happen. When he said, I'm going away, he's going to the Gentiles. The other thought that Jesus was going to take his own life. Could I ask you a personal question? Are you looking for Jesus? If you're going to find Jesus, first of all, you must be willing to deny yourself. In Matthew 16, 24, Jesus said, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. See, you have to be willing to deny yourself to find Jesus Christ. And that's not an easy thing to do. We're, 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 as a rule, we're not prone to want to deny ourselves anything. But I have to turn my back upon myself if I'm going to find Him. I must be willing to deny ungodliness. In Titus, the second chapter, we're told that we're taught by God's grace to deny ungodliness. 
and worldly lust. I'll never find Jesus if I've got a bale of sins in my heart. If I refuse to give up the wickedness and the sin and the ungodliness that, that I might have in my life, I'll never find Him. I have to be willing to repent and to get the sin out of my life. And you'll never find Jesus unless you're willing to take up your cross and follow Him. In Luke 9, Jesus said in the 23rd verse, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. There's a cross we bear. The cross of obedience, the cross of service. Sometimes it's even the cross of hardship. But are you looking for Jesus today? Let me ask you a question. When Jesus said, I'm going away, where was he going? He went home. As we read in John chapter 14, He said, I go, to my, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto Myself that where I am there you may be also. He went home to work. He went home to prepare a place for us. He went home to become our mediator, to mediate on our behalf. 1 Timothy chapter 2 and 5 says that there's just one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. The person who mediates for me, who stands between me and God, is not Jesus' mother. It's not some man here on this earth, but it's the Lord Jesus Himself. He went home to, to intercede on our behalf. Hebrews 7.25 says, He ever liveth to make intercession for us. Jesus Christ went home. And He left the earth. And when He left the earth, going home to be with His Father again, He promised He would come back. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. At his ascension, we read these words in Acts chapter 1 and verse 11, there were men standing there, angels who said, you men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus whom ye have seen taken up into heaven shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. So Jesus said, I'm going away. Going back to John chapter 8 and verse 21. Where I go, you cannot come. Now the reason they, would, he, they could not go where he was going is because they were going to die in their sins, if you notice the rest of the verse. I am going away and you will seek me and will die in your sins. And people will die in their sins unless they yield their lives to Jesus by faith in him. Jesus in John chapter 8 and verse 24 said, I said, therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you believe not that I am He, 
you will die in your sins. And if we die in our sins, then where he is, we can't go. Now, we're intelligent. Where do you think Jesus is? Well, someone says Jesus is in heaven with his Father. That's exactly right. And if I die in my sins, where Jesus is, I can't go. And so we need to believe in him or else we're going to die in our sins. But not only must we believe in him, if you'll turn in your Bible back to Luke the 13th chapter and notice verse number 3, it says, I tell you nay or no, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. It's not enough to believe in Jesus. We must be willing to repent of our sins, to turn away from sin. And we must be willing to confess our faith in Jesus as being the Son of the living God. In Matthew, the 10th chapter, verses 32 and 33, Jesus said, Whosoever shall confess me before men... Him will I confess before my Father which is in heaven. And whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I deny before my Father which is in heaven. So if we want to go where Jesus is, we must believe in him. We must repent of our sins. We, we need to tell other people. We need to be willing to confess that we believe in Jesus. But if I want to go where Jesus is, I must be baptized as a believer in Him. I'm reading now from Mark 16 and verse 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Now if we want to go where Jesus is, friends, we've got to do what Jesus said. And we need to believe in Him or we'll die in our sins. We need to repent of our sins or we'll die in our sins. We need to confess our faith in Him or we'll die in our sins. We need to be baptized for the remission of our sins, Acts 2.38, or we will die in our sins. But we want to go where Jesus went. Can you find Jesus and can you be with him? In John chapter 13 and verse 36, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow me afterward. Can you find him? Be with him. You may not find him, follow him now. You might not find him now, but you will afterward. That is, we're not going to be with the Lord right now in a one-on-one uh, -on -one personal relationship. But after this life is over, we will be. And that takes patience on our part. We have to be patient waiting for the time that we go to be with the Lord. You know, in Philippians 1 and verse 21, Paul said, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. 
in the 23rd verse of that same chapter, he said, I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Now, in the meantime, while we're waiting for that opportunity, that great blessing, that great reward, that great uh, reunion that we'll have to be with the Lord on life's other side, we have to be patient. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7, there Paul said, waiting for the coming of our Lord. And we're waiting right now for the Lord to come and take us home. James chapter 5 and 7 says, Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. And so it takes patience. Sometimes we get very impatient about things in this life. Sometimes we become impatient with our children or our grandchildren. Sometimes we become impatient with ourselves. Sometimes we become impatient with our neighbors. We might become impatient with those with whom we work every day. But there's one area where we need to have a great deal of patience. And we need to patiently wait for the coming of the Lord. Because you see, when He comes, we will be with Him. We will finally be with Him. In 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, and in verse 16, the Bible says, For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then we which are alive and remain. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with Him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Isn't that one of the most wonderful things to think about that you could ever have in your mind? that one day we will be with Him. Are you seeking Jesus today? Are you? Well, unfortunately, there are those that do not seek Jesus. In John chapter 5 and 40, Jesus said, And ye would not come unto me, that ye might have life. And there are those today that do not care about Jesus. Someone remarked recently, I don't care if anybody ever hears about Jesus. Isn't that sad? Jesus Christ was a son of God. Jesus Christ came into this world and lived and died on the cross, was raised from the dead because he loved you and he loved me. He loves all people everywhere. And Jesus Christ wants you to be saved. We better be concerned about Jesus. But unfortunately, there are those that turn their backs upon him. And we cannot serve him without being obedient to Him. He said, If you love me, keep my commandments. But in John 12 and 48, Jesus said, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my word hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. So in the last day, we're going to be judged by what Jesus has said. That's the reason that right now, while we're alive, while we have the opportunity, we need to seek Him through the Bible, to see what the Bible teaches about Jesus, to see what the Bible teaches that one must do to be pleasing to Jesus, 
to see what one must do to be saved by Jesus and to see what one must do while waiting for Jesus to return. Yes, when He comes back, we want to be found of Him and we will meet Him in the air. Are you seeking Him today? I encourage you to do that. The people on the day of Pentecost had killed Jesus and they cried for His blood prior to His being crucified and said, Crucify Him. But it was on that occasion the apostle Peter preached about Jesus. And the people said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said, Repent and be baptized every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 47, we're told that all of those that were saved were added to the church by the Lord. No one voted on them. The Lord just added them to the body, to the church. Would you do that? Would you allow us to help you in obeying Jesus? I want to thank you for watching today. And I want to give you a very personal invitation to visit the church of Christ in your community. You'll find people who believe in Jesus. You'll find people who believe this book that I'm holding in my hand. You'll find people who are trying to do what Jesus says to do. And they will assist you and help you. If you have questions that you'd like to have answered, they'll help answer those questions for you. And also in the closing moments, please, please, right now, call for the free Bible correspondence course. Don't hesitate about doing that. Call today. We'll send it to you free of charge. I want to thank you for watching, getting to know your Bible every time we come on the air. I want to thank you for watching today, and I want to encourage you to do something for me. I want to encourage you to call a friend of yours and tell them about getting to know your Bible. Encourage other people to watch this telecast. I have people that will call as a matter of fact, I got a letter from a man just the other day and he had some brochures made that he was passing out everywhere he could go telling people about getting to know your Bible. Wouldn't it be wonderful if every person that's watching right now would do something like that? Well, we could have many more people watching the telecast the next time we're on the air. But I want to thank you for watching today and until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you is my prayer. Getting to Know Your Bible has been presented by Churches of Christ. If you have a question about the church, or if you would like the location of a Church of Christ near you, or to receive the free Bible course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, Post Office Box 
Summerdale, Alabama, 36580 or call 1-877-711-5214. Join us next time for Getting to Know Your Bible.